Hello everyone, this is Isaac Petrie. Welcome to the podcast. Be ready to be encouraged and enlightened as we discuss spiritual solutions for everyday life. Well, hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am excited, ready to get started with part four of the mystery of iniquity. And like I said, I've been talking about these things for some time, but I've got to keep talking about it. You know, the media, (laughs) the media is redundant with their lies. (laughs) So we have to be redundant with truth to keep saying it over and over and over until it gets into the minds of the people. So I am decoding the mystery of iniquity um, so that you can understand the agendas. And once I get through with the biblical part of it, I'm going to talk about the practical part so that we can continue to push back against what Satan is trying to do. We're not wrestling against flesh and blood. We're wrestling against the agenda of darkness. So I'm ready to get started. But before I do, I want to say thank you for all of those that have been sharing the podcast, listening to the podcast. And of course, subscribe. If you have not subscribed, you've got to become a part of the Isaac Petrie podcast family today. So do it right now. So whenever we drop a podcast, you are notified and help me, help me share it. Okay, thank you. So listen, this is part number four. So if this is your first time, you got to go back and catch up with part number one, two and three, because I'm going to be jumping right in to part number four, because these podcasts are around 15 minutes. I don't have time to go back and relay foundation. I'm just going to drop right in where I left off. So go back and make sure that you catch up. Now, we've been talking about how Satan has been trying to confuse people as far back as the church at Thessalonica, um, all the way back about this coming of the Lord, the catching away of the church and what age, what seasons we're in and what he's trying to do. And the reason he's doing that as far as almost 2000 years ago, it's because he's trying to bring deception to the opposition that the church is supposed to be bringing against him and his agendas in the earth realm. And so Paul is addressing this in second Thessalonians chapter number two, but he's also given us revelation of what is to come and how these ages unfold. And so we left off at verse number three, On our last podcast, and we want to just pick up at verse number four, it says, speaking of when the the Antichrist, which we call him the Antichrist, which means anti anointing or anti anointed one simply means anti God. He's against everything. But the Bible really calls him the man of sin or the son of perdition, the man of lawlessness. It says in verse number four, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worshiped so that he sits as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Now, this tells you the end game of Satan. He has. He does. And he will forever want to be worshiped as God. That 
is the bottom line to him. He is competing against God. We are all just getting caught up in the competition, which is not a competition at all, but 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 with, uh, you know, a reprobate, deceptive mind, you, you think you can compete. We're being caught up in it because we are children of God. And have been given the authority from God to rule in the earth. His contention is not that of a religious contention. I'm going to say that until the church gets it. This is about authority. This is about rulership. This is about establishing his throne, his kingdom in the earth. And we, on the other hand, are here to establish the kingdom of God in the earth. So this is a battle over power. My God, I wish the church would get that. And the reason we got to get that is because we will be stuck having church and Satan will continue to take over the globe because we thought we were called to have church. No, we were called to have dominion in the earth. This is about global supremacy. And so Satan is trying to work his agenda. And the Bible declares that when he gets his time for his little seven years, <laughs> when he gets the little loser, <laughs> when he does get his little age for seven years to get to play God in the earth realm, He's going to totally deconstruct everything that was ever worshipped to God, that was ever attributed to God. His little perverted, twisted, little weak mind is going to, you know, through all his pride and arrogance, he's going to have somebody in the earth realm, basically his incarnate you know, little creature, this man of sin, uh, this 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 man of uh, perdition, this son of his, the son of hell, where he's going to have his little Messiah, you know, in the earth realm to usher in his kingdom of all types of wicked, chaotic, chaotic, demonic, perverted. You can't imagine. And so this is his end game. And he wants this type of worship and he's going to receive it. They're going to not worship God. They're not going to honor Jehovah. No, they're going to worship Satan. He will be exalted as the God of the earth. And this son of perdition is going to lead all of this. He is he's going to be the one, you know, parading around as if he is the false equivalent of what Jesus was in the earth realm, healing and delivering and setting free. Well, he's going to be the antichrist. He's going to be binding, killing, destroying, murdering. I mean, he's going to be raping, molesting. He's going to be, there's going to be, oh, I can't even imagine. I can't even put my mind on it. How sick that age is going to be. Thank God I won't be here. 
<laughs> this is why we've got to get this word out. But now, so that's his agenda. Move on over to verse number five. So he wants to be worshipped. He's going to have a central place of worship. He's going to be ruling over all these nations. He's going to be over the economies of the world, over the politics, over, over the music, over the media. He's going to have his whole system in the earth and it's going to be just totally twisted. Just crazy. And he's going to sit on a little throne like he's God and all that's going to last for seven years. And then God's going to come down and with one blast of his breath, God's going to consume. But anyway, we don't, we don't want to get into that. Let me let me keep you walking up these timelines. And so now Paul says, do you remember I told you these things when I was with you? So so he has been decoding this revelation of the times and the ages. Remember the sons of Issachar had a discerning of the times and knew what Israel ought to do. Paul had this prophetic sense of knowing how all of these things would unfold. I love Paul, you know, outside of Jesus, you know, people are always like, who do you want to meet in heaven? I'm running straight to Paul. Paul is my man. <laughs> I thank God for Moses and Elijah and all that, but no, 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 no. I, I'm running straight to Paul <laughs> because God gave him the mysteries of the kingdom and the revelation of redemption. And oh, I want to sit and know how he got it and how it was downloaded. But anyway, I digress. Okay, so now he says, he says, now, do you remember I told you all these things would come and look at verse number six? And now, you know, what is restraining that he may reveal may be revealed in his own time. So the his own time where he is going to be revealed is after the catching away of the church, which ushers in that seven year tribulation period, three and a half years into it. He is going to come on the scene. And so now that we understand that, you know, he says, now you know why that hasn't happened. It couldn't have happened. So if you heard it happen, ignore that because something is standing in the way of that happening before he can come on the scene. Something is restraining. And so the Bible says, look at this. This is amazing. He says he's coming in his own time. But now you know what is restraining. That in his own time, he may re be revealed, which means he's not supposed to be able to do it. Until his time is revealed, something is supposed to be restraining. In other words, he can't do what he wants to do, be who he wants to be, set up his kingdom. He can't do it because something is in the way. Woo! Glory be to God. Now, you know what that means. Something is keeping it down. Something, something is not, it's holding it back. But now look at what he says in verse number seven. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed. So ooh, now I'm going to take a little time on the next podcast to break this down because I've only got about three minutes left 
on this. And I know some people like, hey, keep preaching, keep talking, keep. (laughs) Well, I could, but then I'll kind of lose place. I'll jump all ahead and all that. So I'm trying to stay disciplined to break these down to you. And so it says now he wants to be God. He's going to have somebody in the earth that will worship him as God. He'll be the God of the earth. He'll have total control. But he says, but that ain't happening now because something is in the way. And until that something is out of the way, he can't come to power. The age of lawlessness can't come into manifestation. And he can't rule like he wants to rule. Well, what is that he who now restrains? What is that that is in the way? It is the Holy Spirit. I believe with all my heart that this is talking about the Spirit of God. He is here. And not only is he here, he is the first fruits of our resurrection And he is here to give us power to destroy the works of the devil. He is here to empower the church to carry out the assignment of bringing the kingdom of heaven to earth. That's why Jesus told his disciples, he says, you go tarry in Jerusalem, but don't you come out of that room until you receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you. In other words, the church couldn't even be birthed. It couldn't even be born. It couldn't even it couldn't even stand against the devil and against the things in the earth realm until the Holy Ghost came. And if there is anything restraining the enemy in the earth realm right now, it is that the Holy Spirit has been given the assignment in this age to empower the church to bring the kingdom of heaven to the earth. And so the spirit of God through the kingdom of God, through the children of God in the earth is what is holding back this whole age of coming in. Now, we're going to pick up on the next podcast because that spirit is already working and it's here and it's working, but we have the power to shut it down. And it's time for the restrainers to start restraining and pushing back these agendas and telling Satan, you ain't getting no worship in this age. You're not setting up no rebellion in this age. You're not coming to power in this age. You're not going to take over the earth in this age. You will have to wait until your little twisted, perverted time comes, but it ain't now because we are here. Woo. Listen, I feel like shouting. I know this is a podcast, but I feel like rejoicing. Listen, I'm out of time. Make sure you hit share, 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 share this. Get the word out. And I'll be back with more of this here in a couple of days. Be blessed. I pray you were blessed by today's podcast. Take a moment and subscribe to it and review it and share it with someone else so that we can stay connected. Be blessed.